Here's a thought about God's own softbox. I first heard that term years ago. I've now forgotten where. But it refers to landscape photography under high, thin clouds. A softbox, for those of you who don't know, like I didn't know, is a studio device that softens the light. It puts a little bit of fabric, white silk or something, between the light source and the subject and diffuses the light, and it makes this soft, lovely light. Well, in landscape photography, that's what happens when you have high, thin clouds, is the direct sunlight gets diffused, and it makes these really lovely shadows that are soft. That's the best way I can describe them. It's not a harsh, black-and-white, contrasty kind of thing, but it softens the shadows. It doesn't substantially change the amount of exposure that you're giving, but it does fill the shadows with a certain light that's just lovely. So whenever I see high, thin clouds... That's when I want to grab my camera and head out. I have no idea what I'll find, but I know it's this lovely light. And the other part about God's own softbox is sometimes the thin clouds get a little thinner and then not quite so thin, and so the light changes a little bit as the wind blows and as the clouds drift across the sky, and so you can have different amounts of soft light. I wasn't aware of this in my earliest days of photography, And I always headed out when it was sunshiny. But, of course, sunshine builds those big, dark, black, blobby shadows that don't look very good for most landscapes. But that soft light is spectacular. So, with that in mind, I've been recently experimenting with ways to simulate that look and that aesthetic, even on bright, sunny days. Because we have this ability now with Lightroom and Photoshop, etc., We have the ability to pull the shadows up so that they're not so black. And it's pretty easy to do with the tone curve control in both Lightroom and Photoshop, and I'm sure other software too. And although it's not an exact replacement for God's own softbox, it does pretty well. It's a look that is easier to create than we ever had in the wet darkroom days because you simply couldn't dodge and burn every dark area in a picture. But now with shadow control and with tone control, you can. You can simply just lighten all those shadows to a pretty substantial amount. Depending on the dynamic range of your camera, it's one of the big features that I look for when I go camera shopping is what's the dynamic range. Because the more dynamic range you have, the more you can play this trick of pulling detail out of the shadows and creating that simulated softbox look. If you think about this a little bit, what's actually happening is this. On stark sunlit days, you have to reduce your exposure a little bit or the highlights, like in leaves on a tree or something, or perhaps the crashing waves at the ocean, things that are absolutely white will get blown out. And we don't want to have that because once the detail is lost in those highlights, it's lost forever. So we pull back on the exposure a little bit to darken the exposure on the brightest areas in the scene. Well, that also takes all the shadows and underexposes them a little bit too. So now they're darker than they probably appear to the human eye. But that's where 
the tone curve or the shadow control in Lightroom can bring back those shadows without affecting the exposure. The key here is to understand that, yes, ETTR, yes, expose to the right, but don't expose too far to the right. I tend to want, almost by default, to underexpose essentially everything, a third of a stop or two-thirds of a stop, and then pull out the shadows because of the incredible dynamic range of today's digital sensors. That's how you create a simulated soft light look that gets pretty close, not exact, but pretty close to that high, thin, cloud, diffused light look. Copyright 2023, Lenswork Publishing.